a lot of people watched it, but nobody's watching day to day all day unless you're me and just love this stuff. <laughs> Procedures are okay, but we want to know where do you stand? And so I think the more that politicians stop trying to be politicians mm. and be people, mm. then that will engage voters. We reject alternative facts. So come on in here and let me educate you on the facts. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Local Briefing. It's me, your host, Quentin R. Giles, your political best friend. But if we're going to be friends and such, then you know you have to call me Q. Thank you all so much for being here tonight. You could be anywhere else listening to anyone else, but you are here and I don't take that for granted. Uh, we are definitely going to be talking about day eight of the Derek Chauvin trial for the murder of George Floyd. Um, and, and get into all of the things that happened today in the courtroom. Uh, but what I want to say is thank you all. First, before we get into all of that, thank you all for those that were <clears throat> with me yesterday that decided to come with Vince Elliott's show and kind of stream there. We ended this show early uh, and I went over there and we did a longer format show with them and hung out with those people and it was a great time. And so I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you uh, that came over there because you didn't have to do it. You could have totally, you know, got off and went ahead with your own life. But I just want to say thank you uh, before we get into the show. And I also have to say thank you guys for ordering uh, Goldie Gummies. They emailed me today and told me that I am one of their, <coughs> excuse me, one of their top people. So y'all are really ordering those goalie gummies. Uh, so thank you. Uh, as you know, full disclosure as well, as you get them um, and use my link and promo code, uh, they do provide me with an affiliate check. Um, oh, I didn't even pull this up. Let me pull this up and go ahead and drop that link because they are giving uh, 15 excuse me, 15%. Now you want to go ahead and get your 15% off of your goalie gummies. You definitely want to do that. Thank you so, mo uh, so much, Alice. There is the link right there. Get your goalie gummies. You're going to be using promo code QRGILES to get your 15%. Uh, off. So that was dope. I wasn't expecting that uh, that email from them earlier today. I was like, oh, <laughs> well, all right. Let me let my people know. So uh, thank you guys so, so very much. So let's get into it. Let's get into the trial and all things Derek Chauvin, or excuse me, all things the state of Minnesota versus Derek Chauvin. So we had another day of testimony. This is the eighth day uh, we've been in this trial and we are getting a lot of expert witnesses. We've, we've pretty much moved away from our uh, on-site uh, witnesses, people who happen. So <clears throat> we're getting a lot of more, a lot more technical expertise, uh, uh, but forensic scientists, uh, police inspector, uh, abuse of force uh, technicians, trainers. Uh, we're getting into that type of expertise within the police department. And so the biggest thing that came out of today, and I posted a video earlier, um, was the defense tried to use a tactic. There was a moment where, well, out of the many moments, right? Out of the many moments that George Floyd was on the ground, face down in handcuffs with Derek Chauvin on his uh, knee, excuse me, on his neck, and I guess part of his upper back at the last 10, 15 seconds. And the other cops on his body while Tao was at holding the crowd at bay, if you will. But there was a moment that uh, the defense tried to use um, and really what he was playing on was the power of suggestion. Uh, he set it up to where, you know, he was asking, you know, if things are happening, sometimes it's easy to miss things. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's easy to miss things because a lot of, you know, people are talking and all of this other stuff. And so he plays this piece of a clip and asks 
the man that's on the stand, you know, did you hear George Floyd uh, say, I took too many drugs, insinuating or trying to suggest that somehow George Floyd admitted to taking drugs or even trying to, again, prove his theory of the case that George Floyd didn't die by the hands of Derek Chauvin, but that George Floyd died from an overdose. Uh, now, when I first heard the audio, I was like, what? 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 Like, I couldn't understand. I was like, you, I can't understand what that is. So I wouldn't say, yeah, that's what he said. I couldn't really make out what it was he was saying, but him suggesting it, it's like, okay, I'm trying to hear that. You could kind of sort of try to make that work based on what the defense was saying, what the prosecution was like, oh, no, man, Pam, we're going to come back and we're going to play a longer clip. We're going to play what was before that and then some to come back and say, well, what do you think he said? Uh, and so then there was this moment of, it sounds like he said, I didn't take any drugs because there was some interaction between uh, the cops and George Floyd while he was on the ground. <clears throat> I see what the defense is doing. Okay, I see what the defense is doing. We talked about this before. This is a murder trial, so they need all... 12 uh, jurors to agree. Um, you have to prove this case beyond a reasonable doubt. And all the defense is trying to do is create any bit of reasonable doubt because all the defense needs is one juror. Let's say all the other jurors agree. It just needs one juror to say they don't think so or they're not too sure and that's it. And you have a hung jury and Derek Chauvin goes home or you know you essentially have all of the jury members say not guilty and he goes home. I don't see a not guilty verdict. I either see a guilty or a hung jury, most likely a hung jury uh, because <clears throat> the defense is throwing everything at the wall. And to his professional credit, as defense counsel, as the defense lawyer, that's what he should be doing for his client to defend his job. However, I'm not here for it. I'm not here for any of the shenanigans. Um, I'm not here for they just throwing stuff at the wall. It don't matter. Again, I'm gonna I feel like I'm gonna say the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. I don't care if George Floyd was on crack, weed, pixie dust, moon dust, Mars dust from the space rover snorted crushed up infinity stones with thanos i don't care at the moment that george floyd was unresponsive and no longer resisting arrest while you had him handcuffed and on top of him at a bare minimum you should have checked for a pulse even if you want to make the case to say well you know sometimes people get agitated and they come back and they could be you know very lively and all this this man continued to say i can't breathe i can't breathe i can't breathe and then stop moving out of nowhere and jared chauvin nor the other officers which we'll get to them in their case later on in the year none of them checked the pulse Derek chauvin was right there at the neck per his defense counsel potentially at the top of the back you never checked a pulse as a police officer you don't get to decide when you do or do not withhold aid as we've heard from other testimony especially when the crowd this is a theory from the defense, especially when you're not under attack. The defense is trying to make a case that the crowd of the witnesses was creating a hostile environment. They were not attacking them. They were not throwing things at them. They themselves were yelling, you're killing him. Check a pulse. So you withheld aid. And so you are responsible. If your knee had not been on Buddy's neck, then we wouldn't be here. Or if you had to do that when he became unresponsive, when y'all had him handcuffed and face down that is when you should have checked and rendered aid 
if absolutely possible. So the defense can throw everything what they want to do at the at, at the jury to create this reasonable doubt. I get it on an analytical, on a legal perspective, on a representing your client perspective, but on a personal human citizen walking day to day perspective, watching what I'm watching. Please get out of my face. Stop playing in my face. Stop playing in my face. I'd like to know what y'all think. What do you all think? Um, there's an opportunity uh, for you to send super comments or super chats. That's where we bring your comment up on the screen. <clears throat> Excuse me. We bring your comment up on the screen and we kind of dialogue a little bit. So let me know if you want to. Uh, let's see. Right. He failed to render a correct. I'm seeing some of those. Sabrina Nash say it's the pixie dust for me. Listen, it could have been it, it could have been crushed up space rocks for all I care. I don't care. It could have been any of that. When when he became unresponsive, he was in your he was in your custody. Therefore, that means he was in your care. And when he became unresponsive, you should have rendered aid or at the bare minimum check to see if the man was still breathing. He was just under your boot, under your knee, squirming and talking. And now he's not. So at a bare minimum, check and see if the man got if the man has a pulse. Check and see if the man is not breathing. So no, you failed to run the aid. We're not going. We're not here for it. Let's see. Can they still try the other officers if Chauvin is in charge? Yeah, the other offices, uh, offices, the other officers. Excuse me. They they're They're already set for trial. Their trial is later this year. I believe I read. Don't quote me. It's either August or September. It's one of those one of those months. It's later on. It's later on in the year. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse's. Uh, uh, trial is in December. I happened to look that up yesterday. If you remember uh, the protests that surrounded or followed the George Floyd uh, uh, tragedy, <clears throat> Kyle Rittenhouse is that team that drove across state lines uh, allegedly with his mother and allegedly, you know, you have to say allegedly because everybody's presumed innocent until guilty, uh, killed uh, uh, three people with that shotgun teenager. Um, so his his court case is later on this year. Ms. Shamika, thank you so much for the super comment. Uh, with the history, with his history, he knew exactly what he was doing. He just he just believed he'd get away with it because he's never faced consequences before. She's clearly talking about Derek Chauvin. Uh, 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 and, and that's clearly what it seemed like. It clearly seemed as though he just knew he was going to get away with it because he got very comfortable with putting his hands in his pocket, leaning in and looking at them like it is what it is. And now here we are. Uh, thank you, Mr. Mika, for that comment. Appreciate it. Uh, Ruby B says, it's going to be an uproar if there is not a conviction. Let's see. Uh, Kimberly Lawson, he wasn't threatened. He was chilling out on him like he was used to doing this. That part. He looked very comfortable. If I was just looking at the video, Derek Chauvin looked very comfortable in that position on another human's neck and per his defense counsel, upper part of the back, upper shoulder, if you will. Ruby Thompson, thank you so much for, uh, let's say super sticker, I can't see, but thank you so much for that, I, pr I appreciate that. Janae says she's glad she made it, I'm glad you made it as well, Janae. Uh, let's see, Jessica says all that shows is that he didn't, uh, okay, care, uh, care, care for whatever reason. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, yeah. <clears throat> So I'm I'm one thing that I am looking for, <clears throat> excuse me. 
One thing that I am looking for, Shannon Collins, thank you. Hey, Shannon. Hey, Aubrey. How y'all doing? Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. I feel like I ain't spoke to y'all in a minute. Hey, Shannon. Uh, thank you so much for the super comment. It was blatant. It was, the, it was the blatant disregard for human life. That's what it was for me as well. The blatant disregard. Uh, let's see. Yes, Chauvin has had 18 complaints of police violence and only held accountable for two within 19 years. Was that ever brought up at the trial? That's from A.W. Hendricks Turner on Facebook. That has not been up, but one would have to presume that the prosecution tried to put that in there uh, and that the judge is at, up until this point barring them from talking about his record or they may talk about his record coming up. Right now, they are laying the groundwork uh, as as we walk through it They in first week. Eyewitness testimony this week, uh, uh, experts and people within the bureau, within the agency testifying, one could say overwhelmingly against him. Uh, but there was moments where certain testimony could be used for the defense as well. And so we don't know if they're going to bring that up, uh, if they, they they might be bringing it up or the judge might have already ruled and said, no, you can't bring it up. Oh, excuse me. Um. So. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 looking to see. And what I want to know is when when like at what point does the prosecution decide to rest their case? Because for me, I think that they've already made it at, at, at this point. It's it, it at during the day at times it, it feels I don't have a better word. And this is no pun intended. So forgive me. It feels like overkill um, because they they keep going and going and going. And it's like the case is. I think the case has been made. That's not me coming from a, I already made up my mind about what I think about it. That is, you talk to the witnesses, you talk to the police chief, you talk to the forensic scientists, you talk to the 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 use of force experts. I mean, if we're not going to call Chauvin to the stand or if he's not testifying in his own trial, I don't know how much more. Uh, who else do we need to talk to? I mean, who else do we need to hear from? Uh, so I'm I'm just I'm I'm. I'm wondering when the prosecution is going to rest their case. Uh, it will be interesting to see what the defense does. Now, one thing we are looking for uh, that might potentially happen tomorrow. I talked about this yesterday. The man that was in the car with George Floyd, uh, when the cops uh, uh, rolled up on him, uh, doesn't want to testify because he's not been uh, granted immunity from the state. And so his lawyer was in court yesterday, basically arguing against the subpoena against him. He's in custody right now, uh, not for this case on an unrelated matter, uh, but he's in custody. But he it, it's he has an allegation against him per George Floyd's girlfriend when she took the stand that he was the one that sold George Floyd the drugs. And so uh, he potentially opens up him. The argument is that he might open himself up to a third degree murder charge uh, because he might, uh, based in Minnesota, the third degree, there's a, a, a B statute. Uh, Derek Chauvin is charged with the A statute in the third degree. Uh, the B statute basically talks about uh, anybody inadvertently causing a death uh, by selling, distributing, bartering, giving away controlled substances, or excuse me, that results in a death can be charged with third degree murder. And so what there's an allegation against him right now because his girlfriend said that he was the one, you know, that gave him the drugs. And so there's a possibility, let's say, if Derek Chauvin does not uh, get convicted, that the state then decides to come and bring charges up against him. Now, one, that's not the state's argument because the state's argument right now is that the murder was caused by Derek Chauvin. But on but two, 
that's a smart legal strategy from that man's perspective to say, well, you've not given me any type of immunity deal. So why would I come up here and testify? Because you could always, as we know about district attorneys and prosecutorial discretion, they can always bring any kind of charge as long as it fits. It's up to them what they do and don't charge. Right. That's why it's important to vote, because you get to vote in your district attorneys who get to make decisions about who we charging and who we not charging. Um, that's at large. I'm not saying this man shouldn't be charged. I'm just saying at large. Um, so they are arguing that he does not want to. He's going to plead the fifth. Uh, and so the judge right now is reviewing what the defense wants to ask this witness and trying to see if he is going, the judge being he, is going to limit the testimony that the witness can give. Uh, and so we're expecting a ruling on that tomorrow. So we will see if that man that was in the car with George Floyd will be forced to testify. If he's forced to testify, will it be limited in scope or can they, limited in scope, meaning they can only ask him certain questions or will it just be broad? You can ask him anything that's dealing with the scope of the case. So I'll be, I'm fascinated and interested to see how that is going to play out. So I'll be all the way up to date on that, looking to see what the judge got to say uh, down in that courtroom. So that's it for tonight, people. That is it uh, for today's uh, daily political briefing. Um, something I saw, I, I, I didn't really watch politics or get into the politics too much. I've been totally dialed in on um, this trial, I did see something. Biden is supposed to be making an announcement tomorrow. Apparently, some executive orders uh, regarding gun control. Now, again, executive orders, totally perfunctory, performative. Uh, it, it, yes, they can do certain things, but it's not law. But we'll we'll stay you know, up to date and, and I'll try to tap in to that to see uh, what at least he's saying. Keep my ear to the ground about what Congress, the House and the Senate want to do. Um, and, you know, we always looking to see what's going to go on with them stupid loans. That's what we want to know. The stupid loans. OK, cancel the stupid loans and period and period. Everybody that signed up for the book club, be looking out for an email from me either late tonight or tomorrow. We are having book club this week. Excuse me. This weekend, we're having book club this weekend and we're going to have the author there with us. Super excited about that. Guys, if you also want to join the Patreon where you get exclusive access to some of my content and even uh, schedule one on one Zoom calls with me where we just chit and chat, you can do that right there on with the link. Thank you all so much for your continued support. I truly, truly appreciate it. Guys, I will be back tomorrow. If Jesus says the same, remember, I didn't say this in the beginning, but remember, dissent, not disrespect. So I know we got a little merch coming with that one. So stay tuned with that one. We gonna do that dissent, not disrespect merch, okay? But anyway, uh, dissent, not disrespect, not only in politics, but in every aspect of your life. It is okay to have your opinion, but we as a society need to learn how we can have conversations without disrespecting each other, but merely just dissenting. Because I don't agree. I'm playing. <laughs> Until tomorrow, guys. I love you in the Lord. Peace. A lot of people watched it, but nobody's watching day to day all day, unless you're me, and just love this stuff. <laughs> Procedures are okay, but we want to know where do you stand? And so I think the more that politicians stop trying to be politicians mm. and be people, mm. then that will engage voters. We reject alternative facts. So come on in here and let me educate you on the facts.